is that stress is probably the number one root cause for most people's hormone imbalances. Welcome to the Fluorescence Podcast. I am your host, Felicia All. The aim of the game here is that these insightful conversations will empower you to expand your mind so that you are one step closer to living your dream life. Fluorescence means to develop richly and fully, and I hope each episode inspires you to do just that. Let's get into it. If you don't know how your hormones are affecting you, you will after this podcast ep. The incredible Storm and I chatted about all things naturopathy and herbal medicine. Storm is a functional naturopathist and herbalist. Growing up, she was in and out of doctors with chronic digestive issues, and as she got older, she began to suffer from PCOS, anxiety, depression, and food sensitivities. Once she found natural health, she never looked back and decided to study it, and here we are today. A couple of months ago, I did Storm's Heal Your Hormone course, and I honestly felt like I walked out of it as my own hormone expert. So this ep is a small snippet of what you can expect in her course. Can't wait for you all to hear it. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fluorescence Podcast. I have a very special guest on today. Her name is Storm and she, I actually know Storm from high school, but we didn't interact that much and I've kind of followed followed her over the years through her business, Functional Naturopathy, and I recently did her hormonal course, which was called Hormonal Honeys, which is now called Heal Your Hormones, which we'll get into later. But yeah, I'm super excited to have this chat and naturopathic medicine and like natural medicine is something that I am getting more and more interested in. And I think my listeners will really benefit from this chat. So welcome Storm. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored that you considered me to be part of the podcast. I'm just stoked to be here. I mean, it's so awesome. Like, yes, we definitely met in high school and uh, yeah, we didn't actually, I was so different back in high school, uh, but so awesome that we can be able to connect now, which is awesome. Yeah, definitely. And I think like, that's probably like the power of social media for us to be able to like follow each other's journeys and still stay connected in some form. I am going to put you on the spot a little bit and this is the question (laughs) I ask every one of my guests and it's just whatever comes to your mind and I just it's just a really good way to start off the episode and that is what is your favorite quote and why okay uh (laughs) that is one to put me on the spot yeah (laughs) I feel like one just based on the chats that we had like prior to this podcast there's no good and bad in this world there's only your perception And I feel Mm. like it's really fitting because good and bad is really just your own perspective. It's the way that your mind is judging a situation. And I feel like we can create a lot of our own suffering by labeling things as good and bad, but we actually always have control of the mindset that we have. So I feel like when I think about that, that there's no good or there's no bad, there's only what my mind perceives it to be. It's just like a nice gentle reminder to like not judge the world or our circumstances or what other people are doing and to look at things a little bit more neutrally. And I feel like when I think about that quote makes me suffer a lot less when (laughs) things happen in the world yeah Yeah, that's an amazing way to start off this episode and also like a great great way to just look at life because perspective is everything right and our minds are so powerful and they can easily trick us into thinking something's really good or really bad so yeah I like I like that perspective so thank you for sharing that 
it's really just a perspective because I mean what could be good for one person might be bad for another so exactly always have control over it yeah definitely cool all right we will get into you telling us a little bit about yourself and your business Okay, I was saying to Felicia, I'm not very good at talking about myself, so we'll give this a good go. But hello, everyone. My name is Storm. I am a naturopath and a medical herbalist, and I'm also the owner of my business, Functional Naturopathy. I thought maybe I would give like a little bit of a backstory to my business, and I'll probably give you a bit of an insight about me and kind of what all I'm about. Funnily enough, I grew up, uh, I never wanted to be a naturopath. It is something that just happened for me. I probably was not much of a natural person in my earlier life. But growing up, I did struggle a lot with my health. Like for as long as I could have remembered, I had issues with my digestion. And it was something that caused a lot of problems for me. I mean, like growing up, I was in and out of hospital till I was the age of seven. And no one really necessarily had any answers for me. And definitely as I got older, it created a lot of health anxiety for me because I was constantly feeling uncomfortable in my body and probably like around the ages of like nine is when things really started to get bad with that health anxiety you know I'd carry a vomit bag with me all the time because I just felt nauseous or I would take Panadol as a preventative because I had a lot of stomach pain and you know that caused a lot of anxiety and frustration for me And that definitely transpired even throughout my teenage years as well. And I started to develop like issues with my mood and more anxiety and depression and acne and a lot of hormone imbalances throughout those years as well. And I tried a lot of conventional treatments. Like I went to see my doctor. They didn't have any answers for me. I tried medications. Nothing would really work. So once I kind of got into my late teens and onwards, I went on a little bit of a health, like a bit of a health kick trying to figure out what's going on with my body and I tried things like the most extreme things like I tried veganism raw vegan I done the raw till four when all of that was popular (laughs) like a lot of fair diets and random supplements you'd see on the shelf but when nothing worked I felt so hopeless it was like okay I've tried changing my diet and I've tried the medical route and now nothing is working by some miracle, I went to my parents' house and there was a book on the shelf and it was called Olive Leaf Extract. And it's a book about the herb olive leaf, which you guys probably know, it's a real popular remedy for colds and flus. My parents are the least natural people and into not into herbal remedies at all. So I don't even know how they have this book. But anyway, I picked up the book and I read it from like front to back that first day that I looked it up. I don't even know why I was looking at it, it just happened to be fate. And once I finished that book, I was like, wow, like herbal medicine is so magical. And I felt like I'd found my answer, which I kind of did. So after that six months, after that, I just was so embedded into like herbal and natural remedies. And I went on this big kick and I decided that I was going to become a naturopath and a herbalist myself. So within six months, classic Capricorn style, I was already like enrolled into becoming a naturopath and a herbalist. I initially wanted to become a naturopath, not because I wanted to be a naturopath, but because I was just so desperate to find some answers for my health and what was going on for me. And through that journey, I saw a naturopath myself. I'd done a whole bunch of testing. I found out things like candida. I had a lot of food sensitivities. I had like leaky gut. And I went through a big process of healing myself. Also went off the oral contraceptive. I found out I had a hormone condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome mm-hmm. or PCOS. And so I had all that in the mix too. Um, and so throughout that journey of becoming a naturopath and 
it gave me this real different perspective of how the body worked it was more about looking at the root cause rather than just treating symptoms Mm. and that was incredibly healing for me by the end that I finished my uh, degree, I was working for a chiropractor at the time. So I kind of set up a little clinic out the back and uh, shout out for GNC chiropractors and building for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I started working with people, I started to see how important it was to do this kind of natural therapy work because I saw that there were so many other people who'd been in the same situation as me, who had tried a lot of medical or conventional treatments, but nothing was working. They didn't just want to take symptoms or medications for the rest of their life. And so as an naturopath, you're usually a little bit of a last resort. (laughs) So um, I really got passionate about being able to help people find the root cause for their health conditions um, and treat that all naturally. So that's how I started Functional Naturopathy. And what I do now is I, uh, people come in to see me as a natural health practitioner. I help them find out what the root cause is and we get on top of that stuff naturally. So all things like diet, lifestyle, herbs, supplements, and all the rest. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> wow. That was, you did amazing, by the way. <laughs> Talking oh, about yourself, you're just like, go, go, go. I think once you really get into it and if it's something like you're truly passionate about, like you can just kind of, yeah. kind of see it come through. So that was really awesome to hear. I would love for you to like, just backtrack a little bit and just explain to the listeners, like what is naturopathy and herbal medicine in comparison to conventional, just like a very brief explanation, just so they know. Yeah, so as an naturopath and a herbalist, instead of using things like medications, we would use natural therapies. So things like herbs or nutritional supplements, we do have a look at your diet. We can sometimes do things like natural therapies um, and we would use that instead of the conventional medical treatments. The difference between a naturopath as well as conventional medicine is our focus is on the root cause. So it's not on just treating symptoms because we're treating symptoms, we're treating forever. It's about how do we find out what's happening in the body and how can we help the body to heal itself? So hopefully that's, sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to explain, but hopefully that was a good enough explanation. Mm, No, definitely. And I think that makes sense. And I think that's what I love about natural medicine so much is that you're trying to heal someone so that they're not continuously having to come and see you forever or take these certain medications forever, because that's not really like a life that anyone should want to live. And like my kind of history with like herbal natural medicine, like I feel like it was something that my mum was always into and she had like all the books and I was just yeah way too young to understand any of that Uh, but she was always yeah someone that really tried to look at the like a natural remedy first before trying to just take me to the doctors and I think that's something that I have carried into like my adult life like I've besides like a smear test I haven't like been to the doctors in like well over two and a half years and I'm not really like ever sick either and I just think that's because just the lifestyle I live like I'm quite a healthy person in terms of diet and movement and I think that is like just the way like everyone should do it but that's just not what's common and that's just not what we're taught and so it's great to see like you in the space and bringing that education and awareness to people yeah I think like for a lot of people we don't realize that the body actually knows how to heal itself I mean you Mm. have trillions of cells in your body and all they're designed to do is to look after you 
you know, given the right conditions, your body knows how to heal itself. And so a lot of the times when I'm seeing people in a clinic, it's that they're not getting that foundational stuff right. And like you're saying, you don't get sick much because you've got a good diet and a good lifestyle that that really plays a big factor when it comes to our health. So um, yeah, I completely agree with everything you just said. Mm, amazing. Cool. All right. We'll get into the next question. And I just wanted to know, like, what are some of the like common health issues that your clients come to you about? Cool. I do see people with a variety of different health conditions. Um, you name it, I probably see it. I usually see most of the weird and wonderful stuff, like the last resort kind yeah. of stuff. People who have like heaps of symptoms together or heaps of conditions. Um, I usually get a lot of complex cases, which I enjoy because I like being an investigator and you know I really enjoy that. I'm quite analytical. But some of the things that I would see people for like a lot of hormonal based stuff like uh, PCOS, like what I've been through, PMS, heavy and painful periods, mood swings, unexplained weight gain, autoimmunity, gut health stuff like bloating and food sensitivities and funky bowel motions, low energy, low immunity. Those are just kind of some of the things that I would see people for. Okay, cool. And so is that mainly been in like a one-to-one consultation uh, process? Yeah, mostly it would be in like a one-on-one consultation. We generally start with like a 90-minute consultation because I want to be able to have that time to know everything about you. You know, we go through all of the systems inside of your body. We talk about your diet. We talk about your lifestyle. We talk about your stress, what's happening for you emotionally. And that 90-minute period of time allows us to really get in deep so that I can then work out, well, what are those root causes? What are the things which are out of balance, which are creating those conditions for you to begin with? Mm, and that's like such a big difference to like a 15 minute like doctor's appointment like that you would usually have it's like in and out and like I even remember at university it was like if you wanted to talk about like two issues you'd have to book like two appointments because like they only had you in the little 15 minute time slot and then it's like see you later next person next person and so to have that amount of time to be able to really understand your patient like makes so much sense because you're really asking all the right questions to make sure that you are like giving them the treatment that is right for them yeah it's definitely a more holistic type of approach mm-hmm. I I so feel for our medical profession though like I've definitely got nothing against the conventional medical side like they do such a fantastic job but they are so limited for time and resources like to put things into perspective like I can often say to people like hey these would be some great blood tests you know maybe ask your doctor for these blood tests um because they're usually subsidized but you can only maybe get those blood tests done like once a year or every couple of years or you can only have a certain number of tests so there's um, a lot of things which the medical care profession are really limited to Mm. that can stop them from giving like the absolute best treatment for a client yeah Mm, yeah and I think that's really something really important to mention as well like the healthcare system in terms of like physical health but mental health as well both systems that are just really under pressure and under resourced and yeah that is really really hard to see is um I'm, like I'm lucky enough that I haven't like needed anything like like really intense from the system but I definitely have gone through the mental health system a little bit with my younger brother and it's just like you kind of get like chucked around a little bit because there isn't like a, a person for you or this person's left and then you're kind of in limbo and when you need when you need that support and assistance it's really scary that it's not there um so yeah that is definitely something that's yeah quite concerning 
Yeah, and I guess when you go and see and you've got those 15-minute consultations or those short consultations, mm. you're just trying to think about how can I alleviate your symptoms as quick as possible because it's causing yeah. you discomfort. So yeah. here's a painkiller or here's a birth control medication or here's an antidepressant because they just don't have the time for you, but they're doing the best they can with the time that they've got. Um, I mean, we've got so we've got so many people to look after and we're in a sick population, so it's really mm. tough yeah for sure all right I want to change gears a little bit and talk about your heal your hormones course and so I'll just give a little debrief on me doing the course so I obviously yeah did your course and I think what really motivated me to want to do it is that I just didn't understand my hormones and I I wanted to know more about them and I knew that they were something that can like heavily impact my life my mental health physical physical health and my lifestyle and I was like okay cool this would be a great way to learn more about them and understand more about my body and like far exceeded my expectations (laughs) like the amount of detail that you went into the course is just absolutely insane and I really enjoy taking notes when I do those kind of courses and so now I have this own little journal that I can refer to when I need which is awesome And I think it's just given me like another perspective on if if I'm going through, especially as a female, like a certain phase in my cycle, like, oh, I'm maybe feeling like this because of X, Y, Z. So like, for example, this is my first day of my period and I don't really feel like doing anything and I don't feel like exercising really hard. And as someone who's a high performer, I previously would have like absolutely bit myself up about it like come on Felicia get to it like don't be lazy blah 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 but now just and this comes back to actually your first like the quote that you said at the beginning of the episode my perspective shifting has just made me feel so much better and my mental health is yeah so much better to thank for it because now I am able to understand that, oh, you're actually going into that slow phase of your cycle. So this is totally normal and don't fight against it. So I think that's like, you know, the education was definitely a massive one for me, but I'd love to, yeah, for you to give a a brief overview of your course and like what kind of people, what people can expect to get out of it. Cool. Um, I love your feedback about the course. That's amazing. I definitely resonate uh, firstly with how you're saying about every single week of your cycle, there's something different that's happening and Mm. women don't necessarily have that education. So we can often beat ourselves up, especially in this, like saying this high achieving or high performing world, we feel like we have to be this performer all month long but it actually goes so against our hormonal system that we often set ourselves up for failure or changes with our mental health as well Mm. Um, but thinking about the program uh, a slight little backstory to the program yeah I think I I created this because I was I was really tired of seeing a one-size-fits-all approach when it came to hormones especially being through a hormone imbalance myself and it's an area I'm really passionate about. I saw how in medical care, we were just giving women contraceptive pills and even in natural care, there were so many treatment protocols or supplements just targeted at like a blanket diagnosis. You know, mm. you go into the health store and you can just choose a product for PMS. And that doesn't necessarily make any sense to me because I mean, I could see five women with PMS and their root cause could be entirely different. One woman might be estrogen dominant, one might have a nutrient deficiency, one might have high testosterone. So we wouldn't treat them all the same. And that's how I formulated my 
hormonal, out of my hormonal honeys or heal your hormones program, because I wanted to create a resource that was different, that allowed women to, for one, understand their hormones and understand what their body is doing, but also to identify their unique hormone imbalance but go even deeper than that and also find out why they have a hormone imbalance to begin with. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes we stop there like, oh, I've got estrogen dominance or I've got PCOS, but we're not actually targeting again that root cause. Why do you uniquely have a hormone imbalance? Do you have things like histamine intolerance or inflammation or problems with your dopamine? That's all stuff I kind of dive in into my course so that you can understand what your root cause is so that you can know then how to heal it. So week by week in my program, we go through 10 steps of how to balance your hormones naturally. So we do it week by week because I know how hard it is to implement change. So every week you're kind of given something new so that you can work on that for the week. We cover things from what to eat, uh, how to exercise with your cycle, your circadian rhythm, what supplements, what herbs to take, how to exercise, detox, gut health. I kind of cover everything. I wanted to include all my naturopathic knowledge into it to um, give that full resource to women. So that's a little bit about my program. Mm, And I like what you just mentioned around like really trying to find that root cause for a person. I think that's what I love so much about the course is like the questions and the the questionnaires that you made us do it really allowed us to kind of hone in and focus on what potentially our root cause would be and so that's kind of how we followed through the program with the various um as the weeks went on and I think that was so cool rather than like a a one-size-fits-all approach as well and like and by all means if someone wanted to like read all the content for all the root causes great but that would have been a lot of work and a a lot of information but it's all oh yeah Yeah. that part of itself like took me so long to create like the program took me like over a year to create because every time I'd get to a point I'd be like but they need like just you know I needed to make it deeper and deeper um because I wanted it to be that but hopefully it was also in a way that's easy to understand no yeah for sure and like it definitely like it's fair to say it is a very information-packed course but it's something that's always there for you to refer back to for years to come and so yeah it is a it is a lot of a lot of work um but I mean if you're committed to to healing your hormones then I think it's definitely an amazing course and program to invest into and I can yeah hand on heart vouch for it and think it's a great thing for like any even people that are like already like have some knowledge of hormones or complete beginner I feel like it can cater towards everyone yeah you can definitely go as deep as you want to with the course Mm. I wanted to I would much rather overwhelm than underwhelm yeah (laughs) I I want to be able to put everything in here to suit all levels like for people who are beginners they don't have to go to that deep but for people who really want it and want to understand then I wanted to also have all of that stuff in there too yeah amazing cool all right I would love to know next like what are some of the rituals and techniques that you personally do in your everyday life to look after your own hormonal health cool I guess for me like my hormones are pretty good at this point so maintenance is really key um there's a few things that really stick out for me one is having a non-negotiable stress management practice what I think is I see time and time again when I'm in clinic is that stress is probably the number one root cause for most people's hormone imbalances. And when I'm talking about stress, 
it's mental and emotional stress, but it's also physical stress, it's environmental stress, it's toxins, it's inflammation. Like stress can come from so many different forms. And stress has such a major impact on our hormones. Like it can deplete our estrogen, increase our estrogen, increase our testosterone, and balance our blood sugar levels and so much more. And you know, our body's only in two states of being. We're in fight or flight response, we're in rest, digest, heal, and fertility. We can't do both at the same time. So when we're when our body's in a state of stress, we're really compromising our ability to balance our hormones. In our day and age, stress is really hard to mm-hmm. avoid. So I always make sure I have a non-negotiable stress management practice. I usually start my day with at least 30 to 60 minutes where I'm doing something to set the tone for the rest of my day to like make sure I'm not starting the day, go, 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 making that stress response, like fired up first thing in the morning. And I'm coming into my day more mindful. And I find when I do that, that I'm responding much better. I'm showing up to work much better. I'm handling stress much better. And when I'm handling stress much better, that's going to be much better for my hormones as well. Um, mm. So there's one thing that I do. Yeah. Another thing is kind of what you alluded to as well is about like working in sync with my cycles. You know, every single week our hormones are doing something different. So I can't expect that I should be doing the same things every single week. So I live in conjunction with what's happening in my hormones and my cycle. A great way to know what you're doing with your cycle is to get a period tracker and every day write down how you're feeling, almost like a little journal. And after about three months, you'll start to see like some patterns of what's happening in your hormonal system. So I've done that to a point now where I can be like, oh, hey, like on day 12, I'm like, super social or on this certain day I've got low levels of energy and I can kind of tailor my work like I can do that or tailor my social events mm. around how I'm feeling in my cycle and um, that means I'm going more with my cycle than against it also exercising with my cycle um you know again every single week our hormones are doing something different so in those high estrogen phases after our cycle I'm doing a lot more high intensity around ovulation I'm doing more weight training closer to my cycle I'm slowing down the pace doing things like walking or dancing all those kind of things and then during my menstrual cycle for the first three days doing no exercise at all um it can also be things like with my cycle I mean I could talk about this forever (laughs) um choosing what food that I'm eating based on where I am in my cycle Mm. as well. In my high estrogen phases, you want to be eating a lot more green leafy vegetables. And then closer to my cycle, I'm more focused on eating more food because the metabolism increases and the anti-inflammatory types of foods like nuts and seeds and your omegas and all of that good stuff. Um, And lastly, again, working in with the circadian rhythm. So making sure that I'm sleeping and waking in a way that allows me to have that rest time period for my hormones as well. So that's a little bit about what I do. I probably take things to an extreme, but um, I am a naturopath. So yeah, no, I (laughs) love it. Yeah, I love everything you mentioned there. And yeah, you probably are at the like way extreme end of having your life sorted out and your shit together. But I love what you mentioned around like the tracker. Like I think that would also just be like a really good reflective exercise. And yeah. like, do you use an app for that or just like? Yeah, hand? I use an app. It's like as long as it shows me when my period's coming, I've, I've got one called My Calendar is what I use. It's really okay. basic, but I can track my cycle and I can track my symptoms and I can track my mood on there. Um, also helps you to start seeing those patterns. I remember... 
I've been using a period app for a long time, like even mm. when I was a teenager as well, when like the first app. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> it used to, I it gave me so much clarity because I used to feel like I suffered a lot with mental health. And then when I actually had a look at the patterns, I started to see, wow, actually like a lot of my low mental health days were coming around my menstrual cycle at a certain time of the month. And then I started to realize, well, actually it's not actually a mental health problem. It's actually a hormonal problem that's then manifesting in my mental health. So mm. that allowed me to actually get to the root cause of why I was feeling that way every single month. Yeah, and I think like it's such a simple task to do as well. Like just a few minutes each day, kind of reflect on how you were feeling and things like that. And like how beneficial is that that you were able to see that oh, it's not actually mental illness, but something wrong with my hormones. And like just yeah. taking your, I guess, taking your health into your own hands, and Sorry. just having a little little bit of responsibility. And yeah, you can make it as like easy or as difficult as you want. But I think some of the things you mentioned are, are totally achievable. And I think in terms of like adopting habits into one's lifestyle, it's probably just take like one step at a time. So I think for anyone listening that wants to like take like more charge of their lifestyle to maybe like pick one thing that Storm's mentioned to integrate. And maybe you integrate that for the next 30 days and then something else else not don't do the whole shebang at once because totally yeah. totally <laughs> yeah definitely like obviously even with my things of integrating it's all things that I've developed over time it can be really overwhelming when we do things all at once just also like with the program too I wanted to do things like step by step by step yeah. rather than being like here's everything that you do to balance out your hormones because that's it's a lot yeah yeah for sure and I can I can tell that you can go on and on and there's so many different ways that we could talk about it and topics we can cover and like most of that is in your course and so if anyone is interested I think that is definitely a good place to start or just even reaching out to Storm uh, to talk to her more about it we have one more question and potentially a little bit of a controversial one but I did want to chat about it because it's something I'm very passionate about and I thought it was really cool to see uh, the decision that you made based um, on everything that's going on at the moment and yeah I just kind of wanted to know what empowered you to make the decision to go solely online for the foreseeable future in order to avoid discrimination against and I've changed I don't say unvaccinated anymore as of the other day I say vaccine free people <laughs> <laughs> I like that little change of perspective mm. um, yeah so up until now I've always seen people in person like I love that in-person interaction and being able to do physical assessments I could do things like iridology and those kind of things so it was really hard for me to make the decision to not follow through with the traffic light system. So as a naturopath, we are in healthcare, but we are also a closed contact business. So we have to have a vaccine passport in order to work, unfortunately. I decided not to go with that option because my clinic has always been a safe space for people. I mean, mm. I want you to be seen and heard and cared for no matter who you are, what you do or what choices you've made in your life. You know, like there's absolutely no judgment here. I've probably heard and seen it all. <laughs> And so to get to a point where I'm determining who can come into my clinic based on their vaccine status goes against my entire value system. 
you know, it's really hard. It was a hard decision because I don't want my unvaccinated or vaccine-free clients to be kept outside the door, yeah. especially because I see so many people who have a alternative opinion that mm. I do see a lot of people who just even want to just ask some questions about the vaccine. Um, and I want them to get the support they need. And also on the other side, I know that there's a lot of my vaccinated clients who have a lot of fear and feeling uncomfortable about the situation as well. So as a result, I kind of went to the point of deciding I would move everything onto an online space um, because I just wanted to kind of keep the politics out of my business. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I am sure it would have been an, an incredibly hard decision to make for you personally and for your business. And so, yeah, I, I just thought it was really cool to be able to like look at it from both sides and decide that rather than trying to separate people or segregate, you were just going to do what you thought was right in, in this point in time to allow people to still come and see you. Not obviously in person's obviously the best, but yeah, yeah just you did what you, you made the best decision for yourself in the current circumstances. And, and I think that's great. And yeah, I just wanted to, to ask you about that because it is, it is an interesting time at the moment. So it's nice to see like businesses like you take a stand and be like, actually, I'm still a very welcoming business and I accept all. So yeah, I just thought that was awesome. Yeah, I didn't want a place where it was about fear because I know that we mm -hmm. see so much fear and the media can spin a lot of yarns about fear. And so a lot of people are feeling afraid of the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to buy into that scheme. I'm not saying businesses who have implemented that are trying to do that. But yeah. I felt like for me, for me to put a vaccine passport in would be encouraging fear and that just again goes against what I believe in mm, yeah exactly and yeah something that I've been trying to just remind myself is like love over fear love over fear like we can all come from a place of love and I think that's one of the strongest emotions feelings in the whole world and so yeah that's definitely an, an amazing way to look at it um yeah I think we'll wrap it up there I just want to say a massive thank you for for jumping on the pod today and you shared so much juice that is going to be <laughs> so valuable for my listeners so yeah I just wanted to say thank you so much for gifting your time and thank you so much for having me I'm so honored thank you so much for spending time with me and investing time into yourself what a testament to your growth and future you if you loved this ep, please leave me a review and connect with me on Insta. I can't wait to have you a part of the Fluorescence community.